Welcome to the Space Hold, the space for cynical nonsense out of the dance community and some light activism. Um, before we have our frivolous conversation, we would like to bring your attention to some organizations that are affecting some real change in the world. Um, one of these organizations is the Police Use of Force Project at useofforceproject.org. It's a wonderful place for facts about institutional racism within policing. Um, you can also donate to their work if you can. Um, within the ballet community, there's also mobballet.org. That's M-O-B-Ballet.org, which is a great resource for um, the historic achievements of Blacks within the ballet community and um, a great first stop on, you know, when you're looking around at your dance institution and trying to think of ways to um, disentangle it from white supremacy. And like any um, attention-hungry millennial, we want to hear from you. So just write us at thespacehold at gmail.com, and we'll continue the conversation there. Um, we'll hold space for you. You hold space for us. You can put your hands in the shape of a box and move around, pretending that the space between your hands is a real box, not an imaginary box. You can jump, jump over that, slide underneath it. Um, you know, all the important stuff. Um, now we'll put it there so that we don't feel like, so we don't remember that it's happening. Mm-hmm. The podcast is happening. Oh, man. How many tries have we, t- this is like our fifth try, yeah? or like seventh? I thought he was counting. I still have the one that we recorded in the park. Okay, so we're gonna. This is the podcast. Welcome to Space Hold. This is the Space Hold. This is the Space Hold. We're gonna hold the space. <laughs> We've tried to hold the space so many times in so many different ways. Keep slipping right through our hands. This is gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna take care of it for all you. All you. I don't know. Fine feathered folk out there. I mean, look, why? Why do we want to hold the space? Why do we want to hold the space? Um, good question. I feel like there are a lot of spaces that are not being held right now and vice versa. I don't think we're, we're, neither of us are experts in holding our own space, but we are trying and we are learning. And that's why we feel that we have the right to <laughs> access these platforms and share all of our nonsense with I mean, you guys. It, we just like in cleaning out, um, computer files we found this video and we looked at each other and we thought like why can't we be those people anymore those like young people young emphasis on the word young emphasis on the word young (laughs) but also yeah we were like inspired about nothing and like working on something and it felt okay describe the situation okay um we were in a we were in an abandoned chair factory outside of town in eastern germany eastern germany we live in eastern germany we live this is true um it's important and also not important at all, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. uh... We, you don't know who we are yet, but we were in this abandoned chair factory. Yeah. Outside of the town we live in, which is Dresden. Sometime in time, 2014. 2014. Um, in a tiny town called Ottendorfer Krella, in an abandoned chair factory where we had gone to make art. Just to make art. Just to do it. Just something that looked like, oh yeah, let's like, let's like get up really hungover on a Sunday and take... And, like, go and, like, make some art together. We're going to, like, do something that's... A bunch of our friends, we all got together, we piled in the, the, the train, and we decided, like, yeah, this is, this is the time, this is going to be productive, we'll use it for something in the future, because there's always going to be a future. Art is necessary. We, there was definitely a lot of, like, in the, like, there was a lot of purpose, and we're creating... The word content wasn't even there, it was like we're creating stuff. We were creating stuff. We brought some red yarn, an acoustic guitar... Um, some paint that was never used. Um, yeah, we didn't really have a plan. We picked up our two friends straight from the club, who went straight from the club to the space, meaning like they had been out from the club all night long um, to go like, to space. Like glitter, glitter faces. Glitter, candy flips. Wow, wow. I mean, so, so, so anyway, so we're, flip, we're flipping through like old files. We find this video, and the video is impressive. Not impressive, but it's like it has this like. It impressed upon us this sort of like, wow, you are not these people anymore necessarily, but you can be. And why can why why are we not these people? Let's like just 
describe who these people are, and then we can okay. like contrast with it with who you might get to know us as now. So there's like we did a lot of improvised videos in this space. There was no plan, and to be honest with you, behind the scenes, we mostly just fought with each other about how we thought uh, creating creating art or dance should go about. But there's this clip, and it's me and Joseph. I'm Caroline. Me and Joseph were the people talking, um, and I'm on a rug. And there's a line of just like mannequin torsos in this like row. And our friend Ian had angled the camera so that you could only see me sitting down, this like row of torsos and Joseph's, well, torso down. So you couldn't see his head. And he did a really good job of this whole video of keeping his head out of the frame. And so I like improvised this stupid song on the guitar about like Joseph doing a sexy mannequin dance. And Joseph does this crazy frenetic dance of like wristy joy with his like head out was the of last the... time i was happy i don't i think it's an exaggeration <laughs> i think he's been happy many times before but it's true we both look happy and young <laughs> and skinny <laughs> like also like not that, not that that's, that's important not a good like the yeah. space hold is not we're it's not about that we're about all different kinds of bodies in space maybe because... we, i think i think maybe we were just we were skinnier than we are now because now we're in our 30s and also like things change and we weren't and eating well change. Yeah. we were not eating well we were drinking more than we are now mm-hmm. i definitely was yeah and uh and to think i don't know i think in this contrast of like having in the past few months not made anything and not thought about anything and constantly in the the in the mindset that making doesn't mean anything that there's almost nothing to look forward to and this sort of deep dread of having anything to do with creation or anything to do with writing a grant, anything to do with uh, making money and paying your rent through art has just been so hard to think about and talk about and wanted to create a space for at least just us and anyone that wants to listen to talk about these things. Exactly. The, the nonsense and the beauty of creating art and how we saw that it can be important and it is still important to us and... That's the space hold. And who's the space hold about? First of all, there's Joseph. Who's Joseph? I'm Joseph. I live, I live here in Dresden, and uh, we're, I don't know, I'm going to be unemployed soon. I'm a know. successful choreographer who's but, made work in Europe and America for a range of companies. This is true. This is all true. Studied the School of American Ballet, danced for a bunch of companies. What companies did you dance for? I danced for. In order of appearance, the, the, New York, <laughs> the New York City Ballet, Ballet Austin, the Royal Ballet of Flanders, Le Ballet de Monte Carlo, and the Dresden Sit Proper Ballet. And you are retiring now. I'm retiring now. I'm like slowly winding down in a very... You're just like... <laughs> just like taking the, like just... the opacity <laughs> level down in your picture like 5% a day. Exactly. So yeah, you yeah. just like fade out of the picture. Slowly walking away from the theater in a really mm-hmm. anticlimactic way. Well, it's not like you're going to have, like, a climactic, like, finale performance right now That's anyway, true. right? Yeah, yeah, no, like, not, not, nor would I want to, you know. I think with the complicated relationship that I think I've had the past few years with performing in that context, I think it would be strange to, like... Yeah, how do you feel about retiring now in general? I don't... Not that it's retiring. It's, like, no, no, okay, no. not retiring. So, I like, quitting, like, maybe your last professional ballet ballet company. Yeah, I feel great about that. I think that it's really been way past time. I feel super... Um, I mean, the, it's a terrible time to do it. I think the security of having a monthly job is really important. It was really important to me, and it, I think I've gotten a lot of stress by having to think about, oh, no, what I, I'm going to have to like reschedule my life and redo everything, but it feels really good to, not, to know that I'm going to be the, the owner of that future. Mm-hmm. And... Okay, I have some questions for you. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Wait, uh, what? You gotta, tell me, you gotta tell me who you are. Oh, yeah, who am I? I am Caroline. I have been freelancing for a little bit longer than you, um, but I also, at some point in my life, studied at the School of American Ballet and moved immediately to Dresden and danced with the Dresden Center Proper Ballet for six or seven years. And then stopped, got a master's in choreography at the Palooka Hochschule für Tanz Dresden. Um, and now really kind of occupy the fringe of God knows what. Gotta like, occupy that fringe, Gotta man. occupy the fringe. Somebody's gotta hold it down. Some <laughs> of us have to, you know, it's not a job for everybody, but it's a job for some people who don't find other jobs. So that's where I'm at. Um, and kind of 
yeah, making work in yeah, but the, well. the, the fringe in Dresden and the extension kind of Berlin as well is a kind of, a, it's a specific kind of cool, it's a, it's a, it's a very um, insular and fun place. I don't know, like I've had well, so many like... Yeah, Dresden is very insular, yeah. for sure. Like it's hard to, I mean, I don't know, there's some crossover, but like I think it's, it's, it revolves and the city of Dresden, it it's culture. It's yeah. culture in the sense that it's like not industry maybe. It's like something that like will be experienced by the people in this city with the purpose of like developing some kind of like insular scene here but maybe isn't gonna like make it out so much to other places. I mean, I don't know, I do perform sometimes in other cities and stuff, but it's like a different it's a different vibe. But there's definitely a lot of freedom here, as you might have noticed from this like first story we started talking about of like dancing this like abandoned chair factory there's kind of a lot of space still there's like this whole concept of an off space which is a german word which <laughs> we don't use in english yeah. like i say this to people like in america like oh i'm like performing an off space and they're like what are you talking about what's an off space and it's like i guess it's kind of like what it's like a neologism like sort of like not an institution mm-hmm. and off as lucy would say an off institution i mean i think that like outside of major kind of like cultural cities i mean like if you think of, you, if you think about off spaces i'm sure they have off spaces and um i mean I'm, I definitely do have off spaces in places like new york but like i think but what would you it's call like it mythic... what would you call like an off space in new york now i think they call it off spaces do they okay maybe or like or like they, you know, they they no regardless of like where it is geographically they say downtown yeah okay or just like an occupied space or something mm-hmm. or like a space to be held <laughs> because they're disappearing um, so that's who I am, and yeah, we're gonna, and um, what were we talking about before that? Oh, retiring. Um, yeah, I mean, I like left a ballet company a few years ago, and doesn't like revolve in my life on a daily basis now, but like I'm still like busy with it in my head, my experience is there, mm-hmm. um, and I still like care about definitely like the experience of institutional dance or like what's going on in the institutional dance world and even if I'm like looking at it from the fringe I'm still thinking about you know how it's affecting me in the greater dance world and like what we can do about it to make it better yeah so like I don't know like leaving the stage the institution what part of like that institution or like your ballet experience do you want to hold Joseph what do I want to keep? Yeah, like, what do you think is, like, worth protecting or saving? Or what was, you know, like, what's the magic part that you're like, oh, this is, like, the thing. So, I think that's been, like, one of the hardest things to, to in the past couple of weeks, is, like, if we're talking, we're talking about rebuilding after the coronavirus, and rebuilding after this sort of just flush of awareness suddenly, or this flush of, like, semi-awareness, or, like, the, the conversation around um, institutional racism within these giant places, I've... But first, I was thinking that well, we should just take a blowtorch to absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. If I really, if I really, you know, I really think about exactly everything that we did, I don't have that many warm feelings. But I mm. think that there's a lot of uh, things about the physical experience or the conversation around dance that can be held on to, or the kind of like how I don't think it's the I don't think it's form that we necessarily have to get rid of. I don't think it's. Um, practice but Mm -hmm. I think it's it's really the attitude around what those things mean in Mm -hmm. a larger cultural landscape I think there's something I'm trying to think of things that I did that were not based on pleasing something else or like please I don't know I think like the way that a dancer works Mm -hmm. is incredibly violent often and I don't know it doesn't I had some great experiences I don't know I think about like specific pieces that like we what did. like specifically what like what's a piece you'd okay like what's a piece that you would want to hold like that we can like put in this Somebody, like some, our, since our safe space like yeah we want to like start holding space it's <laughs> like what do we get what gets to be in our space right now without like that you did uh i think it's like small moments within if i'm if, like rehearsing with people and mm-hmm. talking to people and like hanging out with people actually when i think about my career as a ballet dancer it's mm-hmm. not necessarily any of the stuff that we did on stage or any of the things it's like it's like mm. physical experiences in a large group of people mm. like not necessarily doing bongo on stage like not doing anything like the czar on stage just like doing mm. it's like rehearsing in large groups okay. or rehearsals of quintet explain yeah explain like yeah. What, maybe like what bongo is oh, like bong- what you like bongo's the the end of impressing the czar it's like a giant um it's a giant by william force yeah, yes. by william yeah. Forsyth, it's a it's permission to 
it's permission to be like rigorous and um, unhinged at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's a giant dance for a bunch of people, and everybody has this. You you feel masked because you are dressed in like half drag. Everyone has these skirts on and something super free about wearing a skirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's another. Yeah, that's another. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, I don't know what that. What that we don't know what that is, but we're all dressed. In, well, everybody is definitely dressed like. Japanese schoolgirls. Yeah, yeah. You, and it's there's kind a of definite like, anime situation happening. And it's like, what? It's supposed to be like hell or something, right? Yeah. Like Mr. Peanut dies and we, yeah, yeah. We, we go to hell. Yeah, I don't know. This is maybe not the time to explain. I guess, <laughs> I guess impressing the czar will get its like own It'll get its own thing, I think. episode at some point, but like that's not important. Basically, it's like what? Like three concentric circles mm-hmm. that rotate around each other of these like dancing dervishes that are dan- dressed like Japanese schoolgirls and like doing this sort of, like, manic, very rigorous, it's true, like, very, like, it's hard, it's a bitch to learn that yeah, like It's just about, it's about angles and math and camaraderie. Yeah, angles and, and math loud, and camaraderie. Loud bass, <laughs> loud fucking music. Really like, loud, just, like, like, Tom Willems 80s bass, and yeah. Just, and it's just, it's Francesco's really... Francesco's <laughs> dancing in the corner, screaming out, yeah. I get sweaty thinking about it, it's really, and, like, I think the reason why we're, like... Oh, and you, like, die, it's true, it's yeah. real hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, the, the, the it's, it's... It's the fe- yeah the feeling of, of moving together and knowing things together and understanding some little moment together rather than like yeah a role or a time or like a lot of people always talk I don't know I I think it's it's uh, the physical experience of the dancing not the not the actual I guess because something like bongo it's like I guess when you watch from the audience it just looks like this kind of like mass of mm. people right like or like you see individuals and stuff but it's also this like very impressive like mass which is very different than the experience of dancing it or learning it or being with like these people who taught it to us and it, it could like, be very know. it could happen that like we don't see work like this again i don't know you know what i mean like it's yeah. like, there's a scenario in which i think when everything started to kind of go to shit in march like yeah there was this definite feeling of like well you know this could be the it this could be it for this kind of because it's how many people like are on stage like at one time? Sixty, I don't know, like eighty. 60, you, like, it's it's a huge kind of amount play. of people. It's like mass choreography of like highly trained dancers, kind of making fun of their art form in uh-huh. a weird way. Yeah. Like, kind of like, but at the same time, like appreciating it. It's yeah. like this weird balance between like cutting it down, antagonism, and, yeah, and really appreciating indictment. It. Yeah, and like so, everything is holy and nothing is holy, and yeah, Mr. Peanut's like dead in the middle, and he gets up and dances. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 would you what do you take from your experience as a professional ballet dancer? Oof, my yeah, good question. Um, no, I like also like a lot of. Do you do you know? I guess like if if we're talking about because I also just don't think <laughs> I don't think I was a very good ballet dancer for a long time. Like, <laughs> and uh, so like I'm really like, qualified good. Okay, yeah, that's hard. Like, well, I don't know. I have like some you know I had some issues with my my uh, ballet and my career, but um. I don't know, and, like, I was also always in between techniques, and, like, you know, like, the contemporary was, like, was more my strength, like, uh, like, the, you know, also just in the ment- mental, mental way, like, not, not being held to ballet standard was more my strength, but I remember, like, when I was really doing ballet, there was kind of this idea of, like, total commitment or something, like, to mm-hmm. the thing, and it was, like, really hard, and you also just, like, you just had to do it, and then if you just did it you like really did it but also thought about all the things yeah. you know and developed and really like did all the work and stuff that you like kind of then you reached like this like other level or something where you could just like where you could then like play with things at the same time it's like you did this like really hard thing and you got to this level where you could just like play with these little like musical choices or these little like you know you can make these like small kind of like it's so funny like I think even like listening to like thinking about the things that we're saying now about it the things we talk about when we talk about dance or exactly the things we like about ballet or yeah. often the, or is also the things we do correct like you this idea of total commitment to a concept is yeah. terrifying. It's terrifying and it's really un, probably unhealthy in like this like yeah I don't think you can do it for that long <laughs> I don't think you can like um it feels like we it feels like getting out of a cult or like it feels it like being on the other side of a yeah. or some when you try to talk to somebody even try to and, you also said this the other day, like, when you try to explain to somebody about the School of American Ballet, yeah. it really feels like you're talking about um, some sort of, like, crazy thing that happened in the 70s, and it's now over, and everybody is getting, like, reparations for it, you know, like, it has this weird sort of, like, oh, oh, you, oh, but then 
but what, what would you, and then every day, and then you would, you know, it's like, it's yeah. a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, it's, in, it's, in, it's, an, it's an intense story. It's an intense, like, it's like, yeah, it's more thing than, to hold on to. Well, and I guess this, like, comes back to this idea of, like, when we talk about, like, when you said, like, it's not a problem with form, it's not a problem with, like, even, like, sometimes necessarily content, but it's a problem with, like, <coughs> like, the culture of ballet, and mm-hmm. it's, like, it's weird, because, like, there are parts of, like, that intensity of the culture that I think you need, or we, th- or we think we need, to get to this, like, very high level of the form. Like, why, why go to, like, that extent to, like, reach, like, I don't know, like, the level of, like, precision and I yeah. think that's why people use this sort of like almost like religious ideology with ballet cultures to get people to consistently every day show up and be in that kind of mindset it's a sort of like self-congratulatory martyrdom this yeah. like oh but it's so hard this, what I what I my like biggest pet peeve of hearing people is hearing people talk about like ballet and perfection yeah like oh I just it's just really we're just always striving for yeah how many times have you seen we're, yeah. stri- we're just striving for perfection. I like never we felt like this, I was like, striving for perfection. Not one day. <laughs> I guess it's like, day. well, I don't know. That maybe says a lot about. But it was. <laughs> I don't, but I don't, maybe maybe nobody. I think maybe nobody was striving for perfection. It yeah. was just like the thing you're supposed to say. Like yeah. it felt like something like something that like you know we're really every day we're trying to get that fifth and it's like dude I think we like I wanted to just do it like there yeah. was a time too when I was like I was gonna do the fifth I was gonna you know crank my I had no idea how to like use any of my muscles but I was like gonna do the fifth. But I didn't think of it as being, like, perfect. It was, like, I wanted to, like, really get there. It was more about, like, getting to this, like, place of, like, for me, it had more to do with, like, freedom in this, like, kind of mm. bizarre way of, like, if you really, really did this thing, you could be this, like, kind of incredible, like, you could, like, or, I don't know. I don't even know if transcending is the right word, which is, like, you could get to this place that you do not get to in, like, everyday life or whatever. Like, you get to occupy this, like, very also specific space mm-hmm. like you know and like very specific space where you can then do, of like also of, like of, of complexity where that you can make like these choices and like do these things that are somehow like very I don't know and then more like satisfying even when you're very tired and it's hard and like I don't know that's like kind of more what it drove me or like maybe if maybe it's if you have access to this kind of, I don't know I always kind of felt like I was telling, I was, I was telling the other day about how I, I specifically would not want to turn out as a dancer mm. because people were always telling me that I had a big ass. Oh, yeah. So, like, because I was people told me, malched, people told I was me that a too. bad... <laughs> <laughs> I hear the comment quite often. And I was, and then I would dance kind of, like, with this weird thing of, like, tucking my, my butt underneath me to, like, make myself look skinnier in this way or, like, yeah. more, more white or more something. And uh, then, yeah. like, I felt like when I, because I felt like I was, I was bowing down to something that I didn't like when I was trying you to turn out. Was I, it was like a it was like a losing battle. <laughs> oh, down the butt. It was really bad. It was really kind of. Lay down I was like the trying sword, to turn out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Loki. Loki. This one, I don't know. Yeah. The, oh wow. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, okay. It was. Yeah, it's bad news. It, was just, it just had this Bites like this weird connection of like I am malformed and so I'm not gonna try to turn out anymore because that's like. I will never be able to flatten it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Turn out. I think just, like, from a young age, I was just sort of, like, technique's not my thing, which is, like, a bad thing to, like, you know, think when... And it did, like, it did when I went to, like, SAB. They were like, oh, my God. Like, what what are you doing? Like, you know, you're way behind, like, your age. Because I was just, like, expression. Like, and I couldn't stand on one leg in the center. <laughs> and just fall over. Like, <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> so our complicated relationship with ballet aside, like, what do we do now? Um, we create spaces to hold. That's true. And then we hold on to them. That means nothing. Imaginary. Imaginary, imaginary places. Or imaginary like, places. Or like, or like this idea that like, I don't know. So like from all this frustration, I think like, there, I mean, okay, so this kind of segues into nonsense in a way. Like I was yeah. at a, one of my favorite memories. Yeah. Okay. So what I want to keep actually is the shrimp. Mm-hmm. And the shrimp, it's, or like the, you, you know, when you're like standing around and you're supposed to be talking to peasants like you're a peasant and your friend's a peasant in a ballet like in the mise-en-scene in a ballet on and, stage when you're like doing court of ballet or work. maybe you you your friend's a courtesan and you are a duke which maybe, often happens in ballets. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe your friend's a beggar no maybe you're a beggar and your friend's an actress yeah but also a courtesan yeah um because on the spectrum the, the female spectrum of ballet is like you got courtesan virgin and courtesan, it's like a really virgin, it's a really slave. touchy 
Mm. It's a really easy like dead girl. <laughs> or you're dead. Bird. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, Exotic uh, animal. Yeah, like t- I think talking the the uh, the utter nonsense of of having to talk to somebody on stage and like maintain a a composure, but then really try and uh, toe the line of what's acceptable. I will miss that. <laughs> These are the things that we miss from our careers. So for all you young aspiring ballet it's dancers, really, it's really the best. It's really you know you're like this like nothing. It's a sort of like b- brilliant. But that's also something about like freedom, yeah. right? Like yeah. I'm on stage, you're watching this like ballet that's been around for like 200 years, and we are like dressed like Victorian or whatever. Or I don't even know whatever. Like it's, yeah, it's often a hodgepodge of, of time periods. Hodgepodge, yeah. None of the costumes or sets are consistent. None of the stories make any sense. Like, There's often like some wig piled the top of your head. Yeah, sometimes like you can't get through like the narrow doorway because your hat stops you and like yeah. I mean, it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of nonsense going, but like in these mise en scène scenes, like they're always telling you to like do more and like do like gesture more, and then you're like, well, what am I going to gesture about? Like we're we're just doing nothing. Like people don't just <laughs> people don't just sit at chairs and gesture at you each see, other. You like see a room full of people constantly. just like grab each other's shoulders and raise the other arm out into the center of the room. Like, I mean, really you, quickly. Yeah. I mean, if you just, like, I don't know, if you, like, observe, like, a normal, just, like, a normal crowd of people, and they were wildly gesturing at each other, like, uh, like, constantly, you'd be like, well, you know, I don't no, so think this, it's strange. This, this nonsense thing is something that I've really, yeah. I've always enjoyed about talking to anyone about art, especially to you, and mm-hmm. there's something about the, the nonsense in the world, and the sense of, kind of, like, emptiness of, the, like, there's... Like we talk often about like oh but you know connecting with an audience or and I mean especially in the ballet in our ballet careers it's been really difficult to have any sort of uh, discourse around what happens in a in a in a theatrical event mm-hmm. because the people the people involved on stage are in are often removed from the situation mm-hmm. and the people watching the thing are often removed from the situation and there's no kind of meeting of Never any the of the content and that and, and, and this is just sort of just like where everyone gathers in this room for this like strange thing that happens then everyone disperses yeah um and it feels really far from art i guess and it's one of the reasons why i think it's one of the reasons why i like to create because i like to kind of research that like wh- how do we turn performance into something that we're that we can talk about that we're like really talking about anyway mm. and what is why why use the vehicle of nonsense for that i mean i like i also as a person who's like has many nonsense vehicles in my garage like <laughs> i have my own answer for that but like why do you what's what is it for you um what does it accomplish it's fun yeah it's fun it's fun and i think i like i think i want things to be fun sometimes or or um to it's it's like for me it's like an opening into this it, like is it like nonsense or depression like mm-hmm. you sit you're like nothing makes any sense and yeah. we should stop everything the world has stopped spinning yeah we could either walk like really sit in that feeling of the deep sunken place or just be like place yeah or maybe it's maybe it's refracted and funny and it's not necessarily it's not irony it's like it's something other than irony i also think like that's like a cool thing about nonsense and it's like um it's also it's not necessarily like like the world is total nonsense and it's bonkers and everything that's happening is like so awful also it's like awful nonsense and you could just argue like oh well you're just like reflecting this already terrible situation that we like find ourselves in like every day that we can't understand but i think like nonsense is like also a way to like it can comment on that mm-hmm. as well like you can use like nonsense to make like very clear statements or something you know like nonsense 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 like oh but maybe it's not nonsense or like this is you know you can also like use it to like speak clearly. Or I always go back to that like Kathy Acker quote where she's like, uh, "The only way to like fight a dangerous world of nonsense, which with is with like equal, uh, like an equal and opposite nonsense." It's like mm. it's something like that. Okay, yeah. it's like not the most perfect <laughs> quote, but it's like a, the only way to fight like a dangerous world of nonsense is like with your own radical like form of nonsense to like that like contradicts it because it's true you can't like you can't like necessarily speak to these illogical systems which is like that's wrong or that's bad or we don't understand this or why why is everything like this so like and it's also like not necessarily just burning it down either i mean yeah i don't know and it's not just like tweet irony either yeah like i don't know because irony is like also its own in our post-ironic time but i think like yeah it's like we we 
were ballet dancers. We did this like arc, we embody this like archaic art form kind of like in a modern kind world. Kind of for no reason. <laughs> kind of for no reason. And it's like just like we've just had such different experiences than people <laughs> our age. Like everybody's like, we went to college and like, you know, we did or whatever. Like they've like been working jobs and just sort of like ballet's just like it's not comparable to that. Like what we did, like Okay, you can find, yeah. like, parallels and stuff, but just, yeah. like, the daily experience of ballet is just it's just not that. We kind of have nothing to show for it now. I don't think that's true either. I mean, okay, so that, was, that wasn't necessarily dark. Yeah, I've been out of the, I've been out of the, the belly of the beast for a little bit longer than you. Well, I think what I just, what I don't like is the sort of constant, um, oh, as dancers, we have developed our, our, our brains are, oh, okay. are we're, we're, we're empathetic and... Oh yeah, and dancers have beautiful mirror neurons that allow us to empathize mm. with even machines when they're sleeping. And yeah, it's true. Yeah, we're like it's pretty bad, but I think we have skills—not skills that will get you jobs that I have applied for. <laughs> so they're like, you lack literally all relevant experience to, I don't know, like mop our floors in the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I think. I think it does. I think it is relevant to some things. Um, but yeah. It's sort of like having this, this degree in, in basket weaving at the end of the world. Kind know? of, and yeah. You're like, well, you know, I did do this, and this happened. And, and it's, it's not it. even like it's gonna, that it's going to stop, because like, the whole dance thing is definitely, I mean, what else, where else are we going to go? But like, to really be looking around, I, I think it's been really interesting to talk about how to reform dance yeah. in this time where... I mean, it's like we watched the cultural landscape, especially in America, be completely decimated through the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Many, I'm sure many companies are just not going to open again. They're not going to survive. They're just not going to survive. Yeah. And to watch, it's a, it is a great time to rethink the way that we deal with the white supremacy of, the white supremacy and the patriarchy of ballet mm-hmm. and in the greater dance community in general. Um and it is it is strange to I think this conversation also comes up with a lot of like are we relevant like how are we how are we contributing how are we doing anything and like this is a depressing question for me because I can't find a ways that we're not relevant and I can't find yeah. ways that I it's I, it's been hard to find a way into the future with the dreams and the the point I had before those people we were in that video. The people that we were in that video. Yeah. Even though, like, I was, you know, I was pretty depressed at that time in that video. But I could, like, you know, bust out these, like, manic, manic art tricks mm-hmm. where I was really happy at the same time. I don't know. That's, like, a hard question. Like, is art relevant now? Is, <laughs> like, what what is the point of basket weaving at the end of the world? But, like, I think there's a lot of dignity in weaving baskets. You yeah, know, the world is ending. Yeah. I mean, this isn't like I had a lot of. I remember last last fall, I was teaching at Purchase College, and I was creating a piece for them, and it was during those Fridays for Futures demonstrations, mm-hmm. and because I live in Germany, I and, I and they wanted me to teach there the whole semester, but I couldn't stay in New York the whole semester because you know money and obligations. Mm-hmm. So I broke my time up at the at the school into like three different parts, which means I flew back and forth from New York to Germany three times mm-hmm. in the year. And so I was there with this sort of like guilt of having flown so much. I mean, also like I was flying, mm-hmm. I flew a lot this year. Like I went yeah. to, I went to, last year I went to Portland, I went to New York and back here and I'm back to Texas. And it was like, it was a mess, but you mm-hmm. have to do this. It, it's, that was also kind of the dream, you know, that mm-hmm. you're like, I'm Dead a working choreographer. Yeah. I'm like doing stuff. I'm going yeah. around here. I gotta be there. I gotta be there. Mm-hmm. But like what it had, this model doesn't fit a contemporary view of how, because also as artists, we keep ourselves to this like really strict standard of, um, of how to live a life, you know? Yeah. You know? Um, so I was there and there was a debate over like if the students were going to show up for rehearsal or like what was more important or what to do. And some of the teachers were saying like, oh yeah, no, we told them they actually have to go to your rehearsal because you know, you're, you came all this way. And I was like, yeah, but like, they're protesting the burning of the world. And this is, you know, and, it, and I felt this, and this sort of like... dance. And, yeah. it, and, and that's, I feel like that's the dance world. It's like, are we, are we going to, to stick... Because I mean, there, there's a bit of, uh, not necessarily truth in what they were saying, but like, 
I do believe in like showing up to rehearsal and working on something and like having yeah. and like getting into a process and like going really deep and like really yeah. committing yourself to dance because that's really all that we have to do. But you've got to know when to stop. We have mm-hmm. to know like, okay, well, we should probably, and also maybe like how, how, how do we think how to work? Are we going to, am I going to work just in Germany now? How do we figure this out in the future? I mean, that's kind of this idea of, yeah, I think the arts industry is like, like one is the climate crisis. The second is now this like pandemic crisis is like making people rethink like locality mm-hmm. and space and like, f- like, or just like physical space. And yeah, like that, like that's all like coming into question. And diversity and programming. And now diversity and programming with a, with, um, dance in general. You know? Yeah. Like, we've always, this is like huge. It's ins- and it's been insane to have this be happening now because I'm kind of looking around thinking like where was all where 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 has this been for the past like I don't know like but, was it all solved before like would no. it, did we all just think like you know what I mean people did we all just think like, okay it's okay people have had a break they've been sitting at home like people have had time to th- I think they've had enough space that like when you just keep doing something you just keep like rehashing and like regurgitating the same thing that you're always doing it you know that it's like imperfect and it has problems but you like it, you don't feel like you have time to change it and then you feel like change is always this kind of like slow process that like will maybe be enacted by i don't know like you know invisible forces like it's just gonna happen somehow like somehow these things are gonna like change mm-hmm. but you're also so immersed in them that you don't like you don't feel like you can or you're like distracted by them at the same time because you're also doing them you're like participating mm-hmm. in them I think the thing with, like, the coronavirus is just, like, people were doing nothing. People, like, saw that a lot of things were wrong, like, with our social systems. That, like, lots of things were just, like, completely, like, not functioning. It just was, like, the... It was just the little... I think, like, I mean, not that it's a little bit. It was the crack that, like, needed to, like, break the whole thing. Mm. People were, like, poised to see, like the total nonsense of the system like to, to see like how much yeah. was wrong and it's so interesting to see how widespread this has become like we're talking about in our ridiculous little dance community yeah we're talking about systemic yeah. change and we're talking like the, the the there is an amount of cognitive dissonance that has been sort of unmasked everyone's like oh yeah oh we know and like it and the kind of poking farther into the um, commitment you know companies saying like oh we stand with black lives matter and people people telling them and having the 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 confidence and the bravery to say like that's not enough you need to do you need to do a b and c to figure out how to change your um your system yeah it's great but like look at who you've been programming that's great but look at who you've been hiring yeah and um it's i'm I'm kind of I'm, i'm excited but skeptical as well i think like okay so this how do we how how is this going to is this going is this really going to work i mean i think like some things can work immediately but i think it's like i think like being skeptical is also like a fine and good thing to be like to also just like not pay lip service like to these services mm-hmm. or like to, to these like to not just be like oh like we we did we did the thing like we we changed this one part of our like racist ballet like you know we took the black or yellow face out and now it's done, but to be like, no, 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 we have to, like, keep pushing for it, like, constantly, like, systemic change also, like, it takes time, but I think, like, this idea, like, I think the ballet world sometimes feel like the ballet world is, like, a microcosm of the world, and sometimes the ballet world feels like it's not, or it tries to be, like, well, ballet is this other thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, ballet is this thing that, that belongs in this, like, world of its own and it's like not affected by reality or something and that's like why we don't have to like reflect on any of the stories or the messages that we're sending and people are just like yeah you know it's just a very old thing and they talk about the culture of ballet and the history of ballet all these things that we have to protect and preserve and then just when something like this happens you look at it and you think like well how much of that is really true how much of it do we really have to protect and how much is just like People being lazy, people being afraid of like their audience or their funders of their mm. fund, like where they're getting their money, or how much of it is just really like a lack of imagination to stop like the inertia that's like been carrying ballet through for like you know the past like the past well since forever. Yeah. But like yeah, it's like this. I guess we were talking about it too. This idea like ballet can has 
it can and should like radically reinvent itself and it will still be ballet like 95% of the audience is going to be like, yeah, that still looks like ballet. We'll never know the difference. Like try explaining to a person who doesn't do ballet what the difference is between neoclassical ballet and classical ballet. Like they're just like, yeah, it's like the same thing. Like they're not going to, whatever. I mean, I'm already hearing, like, I've had these sort of conversations with people before and they say like, yeah, but we're losing. It, it sounds like when people say, you know, we should take down the statues of Confederate leaders mm-hmm. in America and they say, you know, what about our history? Yeah. And to me, it sounds exactly the same. Like, if, you know, if we're, let's stop with the with the blackface and the biader. Let's stop with this. Let's stop mm-hmm. with that. Um, oftentimes, people come to me with uh, arguments about history, yeah. and they say like, "Oh, yeah, but actually, that's not blackface because you know, in India, there it's a different thing." And it's like, "Yeah, fine, but in this production, everyone has dreadlock wigs on." Yeah. So whether or not, like, yeah, what whatever they're trying to do, they're succeeding in looking black. So yeah. like whatever, like they they painted themselves dark and they have dreadlock wigs on. Like it's not, it's not ambiguous to me. Yeah. Um, and getting it doing away with that, it's not going to do away with history. It's going to do away with uh, this colonialist representation of what an other people is. You know, like yeah. What, you know, it, and I think this this argument just has to stop. I I I, I can't. Sometimes I don't know how to fight it because I get, I feel that there's. I have such an emotional connection to the <laughs> to the fact that these things still exist. You know, you lo- you watch giant ballet stars with like head to toe blackface, gyrating in golden golden thongs. It's insane. <laughs> it's really insane. And you're, and people really say like, oh, but that's an American problem. But it's this. It's yeah, really it's it, not. You know? It's a global problem. But like, I think that's like, yeah. Well, and ballet has like such like a weird like. Be like, oh, it's the history of ballet, and it's just like, first of all, it's like the aesthetic and like the the style of ballet has changed so drastically, like since its inception. It's like nobody, nobody's like, nobody's doing baroque dance and like you know, the Sun King's Court. Nobody dances like that. Nobody dances like they did in like nineteenth century Russia. You know, that was like a totally different body type. The point she was a totally different thing. That was like totally different. Like, I mean, ballet, like the aesthetic has changed and the ballet I think has like generally adapted itself to like reflect not always in a great way at all either like the the society that it found itself in and like yeah we talk about like the history of ballet and like oh like it should still do this it's like do we talk about then you know you know like like that most of the dancers were like prostituting themselves to like you know the like the rich donors it's like there's some things about ballet that should just like not only like not be preserved, but like actively fought against and like talked <laughs> about and how is this still in the thing that we are embodying every day? Like how do we separate this like super toxic colonialist, imperialist, like capitalist thing out of our body and like like yeah, and then what's what's left, I guess, is also the question. But I think like taking out something like blackfaces or like the dreadlocks and like Right, like like buy a dare or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like step step one. If you want anybody to care, continue to care about this art form, like or to like argue that it's a relevant thing. Mm. Yeah. Oof. Oh. Oof. Oh God. Well, I mean, like it was supposed to be fun. I mean. <laughs> okay. Decolonizing. Yeah. But I think I think. And this is this big conversation is one of the reasons why it's it's difficult to think about creation in the future because you think like well, we're facing all these crises yeah. on many levels and you more than ever want to be part of the conversation and part of the uh part of the solution part of yeah. kind of like instead of because I think even like thinking about ballet and thinking about history and thinking about these sort of global hands at work you I often feel like sitting I, I like to sit around and complain or like not necessarily complain yeah. or I just like just like point out the problems and it's really difficult to try and put yourself in the seat of uh, active change yeah um yeah I don't know like it's uh um Ooh, shake, wait, we gotta shake it out thing. shake it out oh, yeah, there was like it's like the so it's like a worm it's like a wormhole into a deep yeah but I think this is the thing. The it's deep, like it's the like deep, the, deep the, the like dichotomy. You got like on the, the one hand, on the one hand, the hope of like yeah, but let's get together and like create something that we can let's feel good together. about. Yeah, yeah. 
and hold on to and be like, yes, like the future is going to be documented and um, conversational. And another thing of like, well, the world is ending, so everybody fuck off. And it's like this awful thing that you kind of kind of carrying around as an artist these days. Or just as a human being. I think like that's like kind of something that everybody's like carrying around is like this idea, like, which is, I, th- I think that's also, it's like, what, what am I, what did they call it? Ref- reflexive impotence or something? Like this, <laughs> like how, yeah, like this like feeling of like, oh, okay, the systems are so big. I can't do anything to change them. Like kind of like, yeah, it creates this like sort of like powerlessness where like we just like kind of flip between like depression and pleasure or something yeah i guess we both know a little bit about that you're like let's not look at twitter and for a while and just talk about rick and morty yeah um do you i want to see your your list of things what list of things you want to see uh your list of uh not like uh things that don't exist or things that really exist okay so we're gonna do a segment for our first episode which is called imaginary pieces in real places versus imaginary places in real pieces. I think I did it wrong. No, well, you, do you want to like... Wait. Give me, give me okay, your first one. Wait. Give me your first one. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. no. I did it. Uh, I did it. I think I did it oh, entirely no, no, no. I did, different I, than I, this, I did it. Like, it's yeah. okay. So, no, no. That is actually the, the, the thought out title and we both... It's, a, it's like a loose interpretive thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read you my first one, which is my imaginary piece in a real place, and then you're just going to have to go with it. Okay. I'm just going to throw you in the fire. Okay, okay. 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 Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Let's see. Yeah. Space hold. So we're going to create a new space to hold right now. Okay, the piece is called Liminal Oscillating Hurrah. Uh-huh. And is set in Judy Dent's driveway. In her driveway? Yes. Okay, so... The, um, What's the situation? It's dusk. Okay. You have about 25 people with cordless fans, mm-hmm. and they have, they're holding them up to their chests, Yeah. and they're walking in this like giant triangle. The triangle <laughs> switches okay. every 10 spaces. Every 10 spaces. So they're walking, they're walking, 10 paces. They're real walking spaces, up towards, places. they're walking up towards Judy Dench's driveway, uh-huh. and you don't see his Judy Dench, but she's, she's Is wearing she there? Her. She's, she's there. She's wearing, she's like. She's in the triangle. She's, no, 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 no. She's no. in the driveway. She's in the driveway. She, and okay. she's holding a floodlight, and she uh-huh. has a black hood over her head. Yes. And so we don't really know that it's Judy Dench. We don't know that it's Judy Dench. She's Judy Dench, theoretically. She's, yeah, but it's dusk, so like everybody's crowded around the driveway. Uh-huh. Okay. And, um... Maybe they have their phones out. I think they they don't know that it's. They think it's like a sort of performance Are their art thing. They don't covered? think that. No, 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 no. Just Judy Dench's. They have. Just she's Judy like Dench. kind of executioner style. Uh-huh. Like she just has like a black hood on top, and she's All holding right. this floodlight. And so the people wearing the fans, what people holding the fans are walking in this kind of oscillating triangle. Mm-hmm. Get it? I get it. And wow, they walk. Good. They they like. They're also quite liminal. They're Whoa. Also, <laughs> I mean, I worked on it. Okay. And they get. They finally get up to the driveway, and they uh-huh. envelop the the triangle envelops Judy Dench inside. Uh-huh. And they all at once turn the fans mm-hmm. to the center and it blows the hood up. Whoa. And then she screams her birthday. <laughs> oh my god. And then... And, and then it's over. And then it's, it's over. over. Yeah. And, um... What's it called again? Liminal Oscillating Hurrah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you nailed that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, your turn. Oh, no. Um, this is called that. George Balanchine's Serenade, But Make It Fashion... Uh, subtitled to the death okay oh make it fashion to the death so like celebrity death okay so george balanchine's serenade make it fashion but to the death okay so i'm thinking about this like fashion show i saw once where they were on this like rotating like rotating circle and the models got like spit out to Valero. <laughs> this, which ha- this is, happened? This actually is a real thing. Like <laughs> he, like our a friend of mine made me watch like the entire Bolero of like just like like fashion models like very like emotionlessly like getting like spat out into this like rotating Did they circle. Fall down? It's like some like really famous designer that I should like know the name of and like probably people are like, oh my god, of course. So I'm thinking of like a giant rotating like thing. Where, like, the dancers get, like, spat out in, like, Serenade style. I don't know. Like, maybe... Okay, so we're going to keep, like, the initial formation of, like, the 17 dancers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we're going to, like, go through, like, the first 
we're gonna go like da da da. They're gonna do like the wrist. They're gonna do like the wrist flip, and they're gonna make it through da 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 da. They're gonna make it through through the whole the whole first part to the like poor de bras back to the da da da. And as soon as that second part comes in. Like da 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 da. It's it gets it gets bright and it gets brutal and we get like flood but then we get like uh spots from the top that like just like that like go down like one of the dancers at a time and then it's just like it becomes just like serving Luke's. It's just like <laughs> the first one has like da 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 like pose and she's like serving a Luke, but also like like a like like a medieval weapon. So she has to like combine like her her like her like her best Luke and she's like da da dun dun <laughs> and it's like eyes plus like morning star or something. <laughs> and then da da dun another one dun da 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 and uh, each yeah, one yeah. is a single like da 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 I don't know. Where are they um, getting the da, weapons da, da, from? Samurai sword. It's um I think they were from inside of their um, costumes. <laughs> costumes. <laughs> no, I think there's like some like kind of tra- trap door. Maybe they've got like little like. Hmm. I think because of like the way of it's like that in my head this like blackout works. Like oh, there okay. could even be you like just, yeah. Yeah. Just pick it up. People. Yeah. Or let's see. Oh wait, I don't remember the choreography for Sarah not that well. They don't turn around like in that whole first part. Like da 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 da. That's true. Oh. So it's like all hidden, like in that in that backspace. Uh-huh. Like Bounce was not using that backspace back then. So <laughs> it's hidden in the backspace. And like some of them, like, I don't know, like it's like swords or morning stars. Or sometimes it can just maybe some somebody can just be like, even like it's just like my 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 deadly Luke. And then um Oh yeah, what are they wearing? What do, where, are they wearing? The, no, they're not wearing the the Serenade costumes from the beginning. Maybe they're yeah. What's like I don't know anything about. Maybe like they're like yeah. Maybe they're all like from the beginning, like dressed like Bergkind, like <laughs> super, like super, like style, fetish wear. Um, so they're not even like uniform, but they do. They manage to get through the first part of choreography of the ceremony, and so it's like da 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 to look weapon da 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 look weapon. This is turning into the selfie samurai piece. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's turning into a real. It's real turning thing. into a real yeah. thing, and then it's just like um yeah we go through each one we meet, we meet them with their weapons um, and then how does the fashion battle? How do they? How do they start to fight each other? I don't know. I'm seeing like the like, I'm seeing that like one, I'm somehow I'm like trying to think of a system in which like one by one they get like picked off. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. I think in my, in my original um, vision, you had like the two spaces, but just like on top of each other, that like, you had like a fashion uh-huh. show happening. And so oh, like, at Sarah the same not, time. Like a death match. And, and a death match at the same thing time. When, like, when they met each other, they had to like, Kill each other? Somehow find, find a way to, like... Oh. Or, like, adapt? I don't know. I was, like, wanting to do... We can work a, it out in rehearsals. Like, a death match, or, like, or like a swan core, where, like, you know, like, you had to, like, kill your... Or, like, the, it was only, like, the survivor that got to be, like, the swan queen. And she's, like, wading through, like, blood and gore and, like, ba- chopped up bits of, like... Yeah, like, the gamification of Swan Lake. And then she's, like, there at the end, like, I did it, I'm the swan queen... Or it's just like a little tiny avatar, like hee hee. Like it's not like a bloody death at all. It's just like cartoon emoji death, like all over the stage. So yeah, I don't know. This is where like my serenade <laughs> has gotten to. Uh, what did they say about no? And then the rest of them were just like things that were kind of fun to think about, like the cage on ice. Have you seen the cage? Of course, it's a great thing. And if, but like, to imagine, think about. imagine, like, imagine it's like it's like dark, and then suddenly, like, they just like come out and they're like on ice. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. They're just like doing the hands, but like gliding. Oh, that would be sort of like <laughs> on ice with a big thing, and then he's like rolling thing. around. But like with like um the what are the skating shoes called? Ice skates. Ice skates. Yeah, yeah. No, they're on ice. They're like fully on ice. And like a huge arena, and like people eating like popcorn and slushies and like a scoreboard like yes. how would you score the ice like 
you landed that like perfect like that was a perfectly executed like like jagged elbow movement pincer jabby <laughs> movement <laughs> Um, and then it went in like a whole oh, but the pelvic, Robbins thing. Oh, but the pelvic thrusts are a little, yeah. There was like moves performed with strategic whoopee cushions. <laughs> just like, Not just whoopee cushions, but strategic. Well, because you'd have to like, you'd have them placed around the stage. Mm-hmm. And then so you would know it's going to come. Mm-hmm. And because you know it's going to come, it makes it funnier. Uh-huh. Because you can't laugh because it's silent. Uh-huh. And it would just be like very, like it picks her up and moves her. And then like she puts mm-hmm. her toe down like right on the whoopee cushion. It's just like... <laughs> which is terrible but i think it has to be that it has to know that it's terrible it has to know that it's like not it's not doing well you know yeah uh or then like moves with the caveat that each time someone thinks of it they have to scream happy birthday <laughs> happy birthday is like really like it's like being the star they're just this. like they're like they're like doing it they're doing it the normal thing and like happy they birthday. just have the thought they're like happy birthday uh, that was it. I think that's... I mean, well, oh, no, sorry. Uh, ASMR Manon. So A- like, ASMR? Like, like, um, like, you know, those, like, YouTube videos with the... Oh. It's, like, Manon, but just, like, really close up to everyone's mouths. So it just sort of, like... Oh, or, like, Manon without the music? Yeah. Like Again, bad, just the, the bad, bad lip reading. reading yeah. A bad lip reading of the... Or not the one, the bad lip reading, but the, what's the one where they just, like, focus on, like, little tiny little sound effects? You know, like where they do like Star Wars, but like without the music and it's just like really empty and awkward. Like it's huge ceremonies and like there's no sound. It's just like, oh, and they like, walk up and like, Shh, I didn't like bad lip reading. No, oh, wait. Um. No, they're slightly different. Bad lip readings would like, like they'd be like, hey, hey, Leah, hey, Leah. Like, you know, or they'd be like, come up. Yeah. Uh, but the, but the one without like the background music. Yeah. yeah. Like, and if like Manon had like no music oh. in it, we were just like on stage, like, trains out the laugh like, track. Yeah, and you, oh, yeah, and you just, like, hear, like, the scraping of chairs and, like, some kind of, like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, 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 <laughs> like, weird talking, like. Yeah, Manon could, Manon in a lot of imaginary places is good, though. Uh, Manon on the basketball court. Manon on the basketball court. Yeah, that's what I got. Um, and I have, like, another just imaginary piece if you want to take a stab at it. Uh-huh, okay. Wait, what? Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, crack your knuckles. This one is called Hungry Semicolons, and it's set in it's set inside the Internet Archive. <laughs> this one's this is really it. That's the it's really this it. is a beach this is a beach piece. Yeah, or like you know maybe it could be so it's either a digital piece. Uh huh. You can choose if it's like the digital Internet Archive, and we're gonna go through like like obscure. the actual place. Or like, or it's the it can be at the actual place, but it could also be in the internet in all the different hungry files. Semicolons. It could be like a valley of hungry semicolons, like eating through like you know, public archives of, you know, statistics on how much it rained in like New Mexico between eighteen fifty and nineteen twenty, or it could be in the physical place of the internet archive. I wonder you if know? it's like like. Could you, how, what would, like, I'm getting a lot of images about, like, Dexter's Lab. Yeah. You know, like, Dexter's the, 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 ex, the expanse of, like, how, you know, like, Dee Dee's somehow involved, or there's, like, no, no, no. She's, she's directing it, you know she, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's this whole meta thing where, like, Dee Dee is, like, directing this concept piece inside the Internet Archive. Mm-hmm. And in the physical space. In though. the physical space. Okay. So in no matter and whatever she says goes, but it, mm-hmm. you can't tell if it's the physical space or actually or like the the thought mm-hmm. space around it. Mm-hmm. And you keep kind of like zooming out one layer. So you have like you have like the thing that's happening, whatever's happening, there's a bunch of semicolons and shit, and then mm-hmm. like she you like zoom out and you see that Dee like directing this thing. <laughs> and then it beca- it's like, like one more zoom mirror, out. In- infinite mirror Dee Dee. Yeah, yeah. Then like the centaur comes. Of course. And he's like, look at my mushroom head and he leaves again. Oh, and, that like, mushroom head sort of, like, made his way into it. That's a good one. Yeah. I was also just thinking I mean, it's like, a little, yeah. I was thinking of like literally like a semicolon, like quarter, like just like semicolons like in a digital space like coming in like different systems throughout like different like it's like an internet experience and like the ballet is like this like quarter ballet of like punctuation that like moves through in like choreographic systems in your screen and like pulls you through different texts it's like so like you pull up some like weird random text but all the voices are judy dench 
All the voices are Judy Dench. Yes. It's like, yeah. And the, or maybe it's just like maybe it's just like Judy Dench con- content, like different like films or scripts, and the semicolons come in like and throughout the full on Bjorn Melhus. They come in throughout the the screen, and then they eat they they eat the screen. You know the semicolons like they're like a plague of locusts, but sla- but uh, but beautifully choreographed, and like they come in like swirls, and then they come in like you know like they do like the Lawrence butterflies. They're Busby like Berkeley the Busby, Busby Berkeley's uh, semicolons, like on the screen, and then kind of corrupt things. Maybe sometimes they're just kind of like nice little, you know, like periphery, like decoration too, that do like like a little kick line of semicolons, and sometimes maybe they're more aggressive. They're like, like systems, ah. systems of like systems, three, yeah, 17, aggressive. Two in the other corner, and yeah. there's like da 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 We will be the center stage now. You will not relegate us to the middle of yeah, a punctuation ballet. That's kind of maybe interesting. It's kind of a loose term there. It is a loose term. Yeah. A punctuation ballet. Or the ballet part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> you can, like, you know, you can choreograph anything. Huh. It's, like, out choreographic algorithms. I don't know how you do it, but, like, I, 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 like, see, like, you know, when you see those, like, um, like, self-organizing systems that are programs and stuff. Can you hear this? Can you hear this? There's, a, there's an angry cat who has... She is not having this idea. She's, no. she's like, we have gone too far. She's like, this is not... This doesn't... We're, we're talking about, like, yeah, self-generating computer art. Right I, I mean, I do, I do want to say, in, in, in reference to the pieces, it's not... Yeah. They're not um, spoof. It's not, like... No. Yeah, just just be clear. Just to, like... You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, some of those pieces sound, like, quite beautiful, actually, and I would like to see them. I'm really into the farmer bees, but, like... I'm into the farmer bees. I'm into the Judy Dench's driveway bees, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be, like... <laughs> yeah. My birthday! No. Wait, I'm going to look at what Judy Dench's birthday is right now. I'm not going to read it out loud. I just want to know what her star sign is now. Um, so I feel like it's somehow relevant. Oh, it's really to, important. Um, I she maybe, like... Because I would think it would have to be, like, advertised as some sort of, like, terrible event. Like, it has to be, like, one of these, like, underground situations, like a, like a party with a password, you know? So everybody, yeah. there, everybody there thinks they're there for something, but they don't really know what it is. I went to one of those, like, before Corona, and the password was Marcy McFly. Like, not Marty McFly, mm-hmm. but Marcy McFly. And I don't know if it was, like, a bad translation thing but i think they like consciously were like it is marcy mcfly oh, oh it's a passport it's a secret I used, party. To live in, I used to live in williamsburg so german speak. and around the corner from my apartment opened up this bar <gasps> called larry she's Lawrence. a sagittarius oh, no. oh my gosh she is old dame <laughs> the dame damn dame I mean, dame that's kind of yeah she just looks good for age sag uh, oh. fan of fan fan oh hello kitty Hey. And that was like, you know, it's actually, it's a good, like, you know, it's a good exercise, kind of. Yeah. To make, and it's kind of like, yeah, we do sort of do that in our creative process anyway, right? Or I kind of. Yeah. I, sometimes I start like that, like, rural petite more. It'd be so cool. What have you learned today, Sophie? What do you take away from all this? Oh, she's going to stand on my balls. She's going to do it. Oh, should we mention your balls? Oh, God. So that's, Ow. Oh, my God. So that's, dude, that's the finale. <laughs> she just kicked it off. Uh, Talk about your balls, Joseph. Okay, so about a week ago, I had this, like, awful pain. And I was like, where is this coming from? Because for a long... I don't know. I, maybe you've had, like, the kid in elementary school that, like, accidentally had his testicles twisted and had had one removed. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone knows somebody that this happened to, I guess. It's like a dirty secret among men. Really? Oh, okay. Like, some guys will just have one testicle. So I thought this was happening. I've always had this like really weird fear of it, and then I was, of course, my head went to immediately went to like cancer. I've got cancer. That's what happens. Uh, so I avoided going to the doctor. You will die. Yeah, <laughs> and I went, and then he was like, "Well, you have some sort of like stopped up artery or something," and he was basically like, "If you just just hang out until it's too painful, and then we'll remove it." But uh, what, so remove this weird, the artery or they'll yeah, untwist it? I don't know what they're gonna do to it. I don't know. If it looks gonna involve knives, I think. Ooh, they'll just like stick a knife in your penis. Well, it could it could go it could go better. It could go nobody nobody look up <laughs> nobody look up frenulum reconstruction with Walt of the flowers. Don't ask how we found that video, <laughs> but don't, also don't try to find it. It's also nothing. We're not talking about anything. <laughs> it's really bad. We are talking about Joseph's balls. Uh, um, so yeah, no, it could be that I entirely avoid surgery entirely, but like yeah. 
the problem is that like the, the cat usually sits on my lap in situations like this. I think that's why she's been so loud that like she's not been allowed because she always uses that area of my body as like a, a push off, pushing off space to get places or to land. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Yeah, wouldn't know. Um, so yeah, I guess like thanks for hanging out today, and we'll try to do it next week. Okay. I think maybe I think next week we'll probably be like less angry or like less I don't know. Are we or angry? not? Or no, more or angry. much more angry. Or much more angry. I Fuck think that, that was just sort of like a tone setter, like a good like. It was a tone setter for this. Maybe case. we'll have maybe we'll have guests. Maybe we won't. Yeah, who knows? We're not gonna tell you anything because like just expect whatever. Yeah, maybe Joseph's balls will be untwisted next week. I maybe not. Fucking hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> That would be that would be like a, it was like it was it was so many things. It was like I lost my backpack with my keys in it. Balls got twisted. <laughs> I had a production set for two thousand twenty that has been pushed out until no wait so set for this year that of course was canceled, and it was pushed back till two thousand twenty one. And then I was like, oh that's cool, that's fine. Then I've like I've been working on it since two thousand eighteen, but like we can make it we can put it together in two thousand twenty one. It was product pushed back again, so now it's gonna happen in two thousand twenty two. Which is not it's not the worst thing because it's still gonna happen I suppose if the yeah. world's still together but then it's kind of like, you know, where wh- where what's gonna happen? Where you know? were you when your balls were It's been a weird week. Yeah, it's been a weird year. Yeah. For the world. I hope Casey doesn't realize that he left that ice cream here because I'm gonna eat it now. This one does. I think he did that. For that okay, purpose. let's shut it down. Okay. Bye, space. Let's shut it down. Bye. Pepsi bottle, a Coca-Cola glass, I don't give a damn.